0: Welcome to Pastoring Out Loud, a podcast from South Cities Church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Learn more at southcities.church. Nick is with me today. Yo. Ethan is with me today. Hey, hey. David. He's also st- chewing a peanut butter. <laughs> he is a peanut butter. He's chewing a peanut butter? Bar. Oh, peanut butter bar. That's good. Dave and Stacy are out for the beginning of a new series on liturgy. Uh, should I start with a random question while well, Ethan's chewing stuff still? Great. Ethan, what uh, gaming <laughs> system do you use? PlayStation. You're a PlayStation guy. Is Sarah a PlayStation girl? No. She's an Xbox girl. Oh, an Xbox girl. All right. Nick, do you got a console at home? I have a GameCube.
1: Oh, old
0: school. <laughs> Let's oh, go. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that.
1: I knew that. Which You're, I play Mario Kart, and then Dave and I play Mario Golf. Yeah, it.
0: Mario Golf. And you lose consistently. Consistently. Okay. All right. It's good. God gives grace. I don't to the know humble. how that happens. Gives grace to the humble. We have a Nintendo Switch, and actually, we just had a uh, while well, I was cooking pizzas last night. That's right. You were there and playing Smash Brothers. Did you even win one time, Nick? Yes, I did. Okay. Twice, I was, actually. I was cooking. Thank pizzas. you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I think I played <laughs> two times and I won both of them. No, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we've got a Switch. I grew up playing uh, N64 SNES. uh, I was a Sega boy. Oh, oh, man. Goldeneye is back on Nintendo Switch. You can get Goldeneye on Nintendo Switch now. Mm. Man. The memories. Brings back memories. It's true. Indeed. So series, we're starting a five or a six-part series on liturgy and the various components of it. If you've heard me or I think David Livingston did the same thing uh, a couple weeks ago, You know, in the introduction, the welcome of the, uh, on a Sunday morning, uh, oftentimes we're just talking about, hey, look at the bulletin and this service is structured intentionally Mm -hmm. to point to the gospel and to help us remind ourselves of the gospel. So when we go through and we say, and as part of the welcome, Mm -hmm. like uh, David and I do, like this points towards the gospel, just give us a 10,000 foot view, yeah, like why do we say the liturgy of our services on Sunday morning points towards the gospel, mm-hmm. like reminds us of who God is, et cetera? Wait. Yeah,
1: so I mean, a liturgy is just, it's any intentional structure or some like a pattern that we use to structure our services that kind of gives it, you know, points past itself. You know, there's reasoning behind it. There's a um, a meaning that we're trying to convey, not just in the things that we're saying, but even in the elements of the, of the service and why we're structuring it the way that we do. And sometimes people are like, oh, liturgy, that's, you know, really high church and we don't want to do that. That's, you know, boring and it gets repetitive. What, what people and, are um, like that? Some people, I don't know. Like people that grew up in high liturgical? Uh, sometimes, or yeah. Or low liturgical settings? Sometimes people who grew up in that and wanted to get away from it, or sometimes yeah, yeah. people who grew up in like more of a free church tradition, um, but just kind of see it as like, oh, that's like Roman Catholic or something oh, like right, that. Oh, right, yeah. But really, everything, everybody has a liturgy. Like every church does. And yep. sometimes your liturgy can be, you know, we're just spontaneous. Well, yeah. that's kind of a liturgy. Yeah. So what we do is we, we structure our service elements around not just saying and proclaiming the gospel, but patterning the gospel in all of the elements of our service. And we do that because we think that that forms a people. So when we practice, you know, the structure of the gospel, um, then that over time, that pattern will have an effect on us, um, as we order our lives. Yeah. So, so that's kind of what we're, what we're aiming for when we do that. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's a liturgy, it's a pattern, but it has flexibility within it. So it's not just a rote. We're not saying the same things every week. We're not doing the same songs, you know, all those things, but generally we're just trying to reflect the gospel in the way that we structure our services because we think that matters.
0: Yeah. So why then do we start I mean, so I'm looking at the order of worship yep. Sunday, February twenty sixth, uh, and there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight ish elements. We're gonna combine a few of them just thinking through this, but mm-hmm. like what what does it mean like gathering? Like why do it, what is what is a, a gathering? Is that just like functional, like, yeah, we you know, Somebody
1: starts playing music. Nick says a word, and hey, get in here. Well, like, there's a functional element to it. You know, sometimes we're can be a, a late gathering people, <laughs> <laughs> so we start with a you know a song. Um, but it's yeah, it's that's where the welcome happens in the gathering, and we want to be a people that welcomes one another as Christ has welcomed, welcomed us. So even that's intentional, right? Yep. We gather welcoming one another in the name of Jesus, because that's what God has done for us in Christ. Right. Right. And so we don't, we're not saying like scatter. Right? Yeah. We're saying come together. Yeah. Yeah. We're saying
0: we come together. There's something about gathering as a people. Yeah. Right. Yep. That we're not like, we're not doing different things in terms of like, uh, we go to all our various places, And we're like live streaming in or anything like that. Hey, Dave's here. Dave walked in. Hey, guys. Hey, good to see you, man. We just started our episode on liturgy uh, just a little bit ago. Nick gave us a little bit of an overview. And now we're talking about the gathering element Mm, of it. So I think it's important to say like the church is a gathering, an assembly of the saints. And the initial part of our liturgy is labeled gathering.
1: Yep. And we like gather this is like
0: constituting we're, we're coming together in as Christ. a people yep. Yep. in Christ. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly right.
1: He's united us. And so we're gathering together to welcome one another and to be together as a church. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: So we do a welcome as part of, uh, of the gathering. Why do we, why? Do, I mean, so Christ has welcomed us and then at least at South city's church, we welcome one another, we turn and welcome one another, which mm-hmm. isn't always what's happened at Bethlehem.
1: Yeah. You look like you hey, he
0: want uh, to say something. Perspective, he just walked in. He's like,
2: I, uh, yeah, there was, uh, there's been an element the last couple of years about wanting to not only go vertical, which has always been a big part of, uh, what we do at, uh, what we did at Bethlehem. And certainly we still want to do at South Cities. We love to go vertical, uh, worship God. A phrase around here is go hard after God. We yeah. say that, yeah. which we still, Completely believe. What Um, is the origin of that? Is that a Chuck thing or is that prior to Chuck? It's a John Piper thing. It's a Piper thing. It's a Piper thing. So actually when I got here and, and Chuck was the worship pastor, he and I were putting our heads together. And now we've continued to do it and saying, how do we, you know, we say we want to go hard after God, but we want to do that together. And so the welcome, you know, became kind of a horizontal expression at the very beginning of the worship gathering where we would say, hey, we're here together. Uh, it matters that you're here. It matters that I'm here. It matters that the people over there are here. And so um, we're not just going after God with our eyes closed by ourselves. We're going after God as a people. Right. And uh, I think the welcome at the beginning is a great way to acknowledge one another and say, hey, we're a church. Here, <laughs> here we are. We've committed. We've covenanted together. And we're going to seek Jesus together now for this next period
0: of time. Right. I think about like Romans 15, 5 yep. through 7. Yep. So it's the blessing that Paul is placing upon the Roman church. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another, in accord with Christ Jesus, that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, welcome one another Amen. as Christ has welcomed you. Yeah for the glory of God. That's right. We're right. gathering together in a welcoming posture, mm-hmm. vertically welcomed yep. so that we might horizontally welcome one yep. another yep. for God's glory. Amen. So yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. And I think just that text is interesting because it's saying that the fount of that is not just like a, you know, it's not geo- geographical, like, Hey, you right. come together and mm-hmm. this is constitutive of that. Like, yeah, now we're welcomed. No, it's, like make the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus that together you might with one voice, think about that in the context of a gathering one voice glorify the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's coming out of God's desire and equipping for his people to actually be in harmony with each other.
2: Yeah. And endure. Yeah. Through that harmony, our,
0: yep. our harmony together creates yep. endurance. Yep, that which glorifies that harmony, God. Yeah. At least at the way that we do it at South Cities now, that harmony then has its kind of reflective point yep. on the back end yep. in how we fence communion. That's right. Um, yep. Which is not for today, but is coming. It's coming yeah, further. So, adoration uh, yeah. is the kind of the next part. We gather yep. Yep. and then we adore. Why, why? So, again, the thing that we're asking, like, what is it? And then why is it at this point in the sermon mm-hmm. or this point in the service and not someplace else?
1: Yeah. So the adoration portion is typically where we, we either read scriptures like a call to worship or sing songs that are focusing on who God is, like his character, his attributes, his holiness, his glory, um, You know, who he is as a father, those types of things. We want to see God clearly um, and how he's revealed to us in scripture. And it, when we do that um, – we adore Him, so that's why we call it adoration. We're trying to glorify God and praise God for His love, for His holiness, for His um, glorious power. You know, yeah. as God. Yeah, yeah. And so that's kind of what it is. We're adoring God for who He is. Yeah. Um, it's there because it's kind of the pattern that we see reflected in Scripture, and it kind of. I'll show, I'll say in a second how it kind of helps reflect the gospel. So I, I, I always have in mind kind of texts like Isaiah chapter six as, um, instructive for the type of thing that we do. So Isaiah sees this vision, uh, he's transported to the throne room of God and he sees the, the, the throne, right? And, um, he sees the Lord high and lifted up and the seraphims are surrounding him and they're crying to one another, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. So right there, we see we're in the throne room and the angels are praising God for his holiness. And Isaiah sees that, right? Um, So, and then what happens, and this is kind of where we get the other elements. Once we see God for who he is, then we can respond. So this kind of gets to like the definitional aspect of what we're trying to do in corporate worship. It's a response to who God is. When he's revealed then we can respond appropriately. So we want to put it at the beginning so that we can see who he is and then respond appropriately. Right. Right? Right. We can't do that unless we have a true revelation of God. Right. And so we're trying to, in the words that we say, the the scriptures that we're um, reading and the songs that we're singing, reveal God so that we can respond in the rest Mm of the service. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which presupposes, right, that God has spoken to reveal himself. Absolutely. Which is
0: like, it inherently means this is not us only recognizing who God is, but also that he's revealed himself. So this is like Genesis 1 and 2, like moving forward. Or uh, even like John Calvin, all true knowledge of God inherently means true knowledge of self. Right. Like if we're actually seeing God for who he is, it's exposing who we are, which is kind of encroaching on the next episode,
1: confession. Right. Um, and that's what we see Isaiah do. I mean, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, yeah, yeah. but then he responds with "Woe is me," right, In the yeah, yeah. confession. Yep. But that's because he's seen God for yep. who He has revealed. Yep.
2: And yeah. you kind
1: of see that in all the big worship scenes in the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: God's gonna God says something and yep. people respond. Revelation five. Yep. You see it there. You I see also it all over the and place. I think of Job too. Yep.
1: And, you know, God comes yep. down and, and there's all these chapters of yep. where were you and I did this and that and the other thing and just reveals His glory and his majesty and power in Job then says, Well, <laughs> who am I? What <laughs> yeah. was me, right? Yeah. Job forty
0: two. Yeah. So what kind of songs were kind of elements are we packing into adoration? Like what is the what's <clears throat> happening? What's the uh I mean Behold this- our God. What's that? Behold our God. Yeah, yeah. Behold our, yeah.
1: Yep. Or hymns like holy, holy, holy. Yep. Fit really well in adoration because it, it's just unpacking yep. God's character and his yep. holiness.
0: And that is, I it's an okay thing to do that. If you think about it, if you think about it, it's an okay thing to do it in terms of like, we've already been welcomed, right? Mm-hmm. So this is not like we're starting from zero. Right. Right. And then like just recognizing it and we're kind of uh, rehearsing all of the biblical kind of like uh, movement towards God without an already established understanding that we've been welcomed in Christ, mm-hmm. yeah, right? So that comes he's, first. He's for us. Yeah. For us, not against us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you think about the kind of the gospel shape then that we're going after in the service. So this is, this is the part of, you know, like the setup for the good news of Christ, right? So God created the world. Right it perfect, it was good, God was holy, It is holy, and he created a good creation. He created man to be in fellowship with him. And so we're praising him for his goodness and greatness and holiness and everything that he is. And then what comes after that is sin. And so then once we see God for who he is, we respond in confession. And then we, you know, Christ does his work and then we're getting ahead into different episodes. But this is like that part of the gospel, right? Right, right. This is the... This is the this is who God is. He's creator, he's uh, the maker of heaven and earth. He's holy, he's perfect. Right. And we're setting everything else up. Yeah. So I think there if even if you look historically the
0: church has largely, maybe not always labeling it this way, but even in the west with the Roman Catholic Church, the east, the Orthodox Church, other, you know, variations mm-hmm. of the various um, denominations that typically Services, the, the gathering, the public gathering of the church uh, typically has had this element mm-hmm. uh, at the outset, an element yep. Of, yep. of deep adoration. historical roots. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. starting with like recognizing God for who He is, holy, 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 thrice, holy God. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, very rarely <laughs> in the history of the church, I mean to my memory, are you seeing other kinds of things really introduce? Um, you know, a a church service. It's more later in the service that you see different elements kind of more, maybe not more uniquely, but definitely more emphasized post Protestant reformation because of just frankly, some different theology um, that we would carry in comparison to uh, those in the uh, Roman Catholic church, for instance, or others like that. But again, that's kind of encroaching on next episode. So,
1: yeah, it all goes together though, right? you yeah. know, it flows yeah. one right after another. So it's yeah. it's kind of hard to talk about adoration without what comes after. Yeah, it's true. Anything
0: else you'd say about adoration?
1: I think we hit it. Yeah,
0: guys, thanks for joining me today. Next up is confession. Well, uh, I think we're recording that right after this one.
1: Well, all right. We'll stay tuned. <laughs> thanks, guys.